Welcome back to the Fit Ish Project with your host, as always, Lathan Bass. We got another episode coming at you this week. And you know, on this podcast, we like to make fitness and health practical for the average person like you and I. So that's exactly what we're going to do on this episode. We got a Q&A coming at you. It's been a little bit. I like to do one of these about once a month, and I typically get my questions from you guys who send them over to me or through social media where people will message me, ask me certain questions or just questions that I get from clients that I think would be good to talk about on the podcast and expand on a little bit. So uh, in today's episode, we have seven questions, talk about some things like how to pick a good training program. I think that'll be a really good one to talk about since we have New Year's coming up and a lot of people will have fitness uh, New Year's resolutions. So picking a good program is essential to part of getting your results. If you pick a crappy program, you're probably not going to have very good success. So that's an important topic we'll talk about. Um, How to be more consistent with your eating habits, things to focus on to build more muscle and strength. Three important things to focus on for fat loss moving into the new year. Another important one to talk about. Um, how to get more sculpted shoulders and arms, and a couple others. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into this thing. So question number one, when it comes to fitness training programs, there are millions of options out there, and I'm wondering if you have any tips for picking the right program. Yes, so there's three main things that I focus on when trying to pick the right program or when I'm giving people advice on how to pick a solid program. So the first thing you need to do before you pick your program is define what your goal is. So whatever your goal is, is going to determine on what type of program you pick, right? Because if your goal is to run a marathon, well, then you're probably going to want a specific program to get you to that certain goal. So when thinking about your goals, there's typically three main categories that we have. So we have like an aesthetic goal, which basically means like how you look. So maybe it's build more muscle, lose fat, combination of the two. Um, We have performance goals would be another one. So like I said, that'd be like training for a marathon. Maybe you're training for a sport or training for some certain type of fitness event, or like you want to get your bench press to 300 plus pounds or your squat to 400 pounds or whatever the case may be. Um, And then we have like general health or like feeling better, longevity, more energy, that sort of thing. Um, And all these things will kind of have some sort of carryover between them. But if you really want to maximize one of these areas, then you're going to want to pick a program that is more geared towards that certain goal. Once you have your goal defined, next thing you want to do is figure out how much time you actually have to dedicate to your training. So first, how many days per week can you train? Start on the low end with this and you can always add more days later. So for most people, this is typically going to be like three to four days per week is going to be solid. I know a lot of times when people start a new program, they're like, oh, I'm going to work out six, seven days a week. I'm going to be in there all the time, two hours at a time, just getting it in. But in reality, that does not happen for most people. And they'll pick a plan where they think they're going to be working out five, six times a week, and then they can't do it. And they feel like they're not being consistent. And they feel like it's not really worth it if they're not being in the gym for all that time and kind of falling off track. And so start on the low end. If you can start with, you know, three days and three days feels really good. You can always add a fourth day. I always recommend that people, again, start on the low end. So think about, you know, some of those times where you get pretty busy and you have a lot going on. How many days is it actually realistic for you to work out when you're having those busy weeks? Is it two times a week, three times a week, four times a week? So start on the low end. You can always add in another day. Like maybe you've been going three times a week for a month and that seems really solid. You got a good routine and you feel like you could add another day. Well, then go ahead and add another day. But again, start on the low end, build up some good momentum and then add if you need to. 
once you know how many days per week you are going to be working out, then you have to figure out how much time you have for those workouts. So is it 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, 75 plus? Typically for most people, it's going to be in that like 45 minute to about an hour range per workout is usually a good amount of time where people feel like they can get a lot done. They have enough time in their day to allocate that towards training. And it just seems to be a pretty good spot for most people. But again, you can get good progress if you're in there for 30 minutes. You can get good progress in there if you're in there for longer. Um, so it really just depends on what you have time for and what you want to be doing with that time. And then the third thing that I think about when it comes to picking a program is you need to pick your style of program. So this, again, is going to depend a little bit on those first two answers, which is why we talk about those two things first. So your goal and then how much time you actually have. And then once you do that, you're going to pick which style of training. So there's dozens of different styles of training out there, you know, kettlebell training, CrossFit, powerlifting, bodybuilding, calisthenics, circuit training. You know, there's so many different types of things that you can do, but some styles of training will be better geared towards certain goals. And I won't go through all of that on here because there's a lot of little nuances with that. But as a general recommendation, a well put together progressive strength program could be used for any of your three goals that you have up there. So whether your goal is to look better, you know, aesthetic goals, if it's performance to get better at a certain event or sport, or if it's just like general health and longevity and having better energy, a good strength program can help with all of those goals. So that's always going to be a good bet is to find a solid strength program. Two main things that you want to think about when you are looking into a good strength program. So number one, it's got to be a program that you're actually going to enjoy, because if you enjoy it, you're more likely to stick with it over the long term, and you're going to train harder if you actually enjoy the program, which is going to lead to better results. So if you don't like it, again, you're probably not going to stick with it for very long, and you're probably not going to try very hard. Both those things are going to affect your results long term. So make sure it checks that box. You actually enjoy the training. You don't need to love every single aspect of it. You know, there'll probably be some exercises or maybe some things in there that you don't enjoy or that are maybe difficult or a challenge for you. But overall, you should enjoy the program and so you can get better results. And then the second thing you need to make sure when it comes to a solid strength program is that it follows progressive overload. All good programs will follow this principle. And all that means is that the program is laid out in a way where you continue to make progress over time. So it should challenge you and you should see progress as you move week through week. So are you getting stronger with your lifts? Are you able to lift more weight? Are you able to do more reps? Are you able to improve your technique? Are you getting more fit? All those things should be happening in a progressive manner if the program is a good program. And if you start a program and you feel like you're not really progressing or you're not really seeing any results, you know, that could be several factors. But again, a good, well-built program, you should see progress as you're moving through that program. Hopefully that helps and gives you a little bit of insight into how to pick a good program. Uh, if you need a program, you can always message me. I have a free program that I can send you to give you a good example or just one that you can use if you want as well. So um, let me know if that is you and you need something to kind of get you going. Question number two, I feel like one of my biggest struggles is nutrition and more specifically being consistent with eating a healthier diet. Do you have any tips for becoming more consistent when it comes to this? Yeah, so this is a problem that most people have, especially when it comes to just health in general. Like a lot of people don't struggle as much when it comes to like the fitness aspect of it. So like working out, getting movement in, getting exercise in, that sort of thing. Like that seems to be a little bit easier in terms of just health in general. Like people don't struggle with that part as much. But when it comes to the nutrition side of things, 
it can be a pretty big struggle. And again, there's several reasons for that. But one of the things is that you've been eating, you know, since you were a baby, and nobody really teaches us all that much about how to eat, you know, a healthy diet. So as you get older and older, maybe you're finding that, you know, you're not looking a certain way, you're not feeling that great, the things that you're eating just don't seem to be all that healthy and seem to be putting you in a good spot. So you want to try to change some of those habits and change some of your eating ways. But again, you've been doing this, you know, eating a certain way for the last 10, 15, 20, 25 years. So it's hard to change those things. So you have to, you know, take your time and be patient with yourself and understand there's probably going to be a little bit of a learning curve. But there's definitely some things that you can do to help you become more consistent and help you clean up that diet a little bit so that you feel better, look better. You know, just your health in general is just better. So the first thing, there's three things that I would recommend. Number one is simplify your choices. So a lot of people who are really fit or in shape or healthy or, you know, just they look like they really have it put together. Those people keep it simple when it comes to food. And what I mean by that is that they focus mostly on whole foods. So, you know, your lean proteins, your fruits, your vegetables, your healthy fats, those sort of things, all things that are just like in their whole unprocessed form, you know, things that just are like single ingredients. If you can keep a majority of your diet made of these things, it's going to help you in a ton of different ways just because you're going to feel better. You're naturally going to eat less food, fill you up more, and it's just going to help you just in so many different ways just because, again, you don't have to think about it. You're just eating, you know, real food and versus like eating a bunch of processed stuff, eating a bunch of things that aren't necessarily in their whole form. It's very easy to overeat those things and very easy to eat too much. Sometimes those things aren't going to make you feel the best if you're eating too much of them. So, you know, just simplifying your food choices and trying to eat more of those whole foods is the first place that I would start. Try to eat more fruits, veggies, lean proteins, healthy fats, all those things are going to start moving you in the right direction. Number two, and this is a huge one, plan ahead. As the old saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And this is directly applicable to nutrition. Like you're a busy person. I'm sure you have a lot of stuff going on between your job and hobbies and relationships. Maybe you have kids, family stuff. Like you just have a lot going on. We all do. Everybody gets busy. And if you don't plan ahead, it's very easy to make the most convenient choice. And the most convenient choice, typically for most people right now, is not necessarily the healthiest choice because we go for the thing that is you know, fast, quick, easy. And again, that's not always the most healthy choice for us. So a couple of things you can do, take some time to meal prep or at least plan out your meals. Obviously meal prep, you can physically have your meals ready to go, whether you do that through like a meal prep service or you prep your meals yourself, maybe a couple times a week, you just make a bunch of meals ahead of time. You have those things ready to go and you can just pop those in the microwave or heat them up and then you know, you're good to go. If you don't want to do that, if you don't want to spend a bunch of time meal prepping, or maybe you just don't like, you know, that process, you don't like eating food three days later, or whatever the case may be, then at least have some sort of plan for your day. So have an idea of what you're going to eat for that day, or for that week, take a few minutes, write out, you know, maybe on the notes app in your phone, or just write them out physically, I'm going to have this tomorrow for breakfast, lunch, dinner, these snacks, or I'm going to have this on this day, this on this day, this on this day for the week. That way, you just have some plan going into it. Because again, if you wait until you're busy and you have a bunch of stuff going on and maybe you're stressed out and you don't know what to eat and it's just another decision that you have to make, the likelihood of you making a solid, healthy choice is a lot lower. So take a little bit of time, either prep or plan out your meals. And then the third thing I would suggest is 
set up your environment so that eating healthier is easier. So fit people or people who take notice of their food or put more emphasis on eating a healthier diet, they're not necessarily like way more motivated than you or way more disciplined than you or have like a ton more willpower. But what they do is they set themselves up to make the right choices easier. And what I mean by that is like they set up their home or their office or places that they spend a lot of time in. They set those places up so that making the solid probably healthier choice most of the time is easier. So like some examples would be like not keeping a ton of extra like treats or high calorie snacks or things that like you necessarily don't want to be eating a whole bunch of. They don't keep those things in their house or if they do, they keep them kind of out of sight, out of mind, or maybe they're keeping more foods that they do want on hand. So like, you know, at their office at work or at home, like they keep fruit on the counter, they keep protein bars in their office, you know, they keep their meal prep available. Or maybe something just as simple as like rather than eating a bunch of meals out on the road or eating fast food or going out to eat, they just eat more meals at home. Because if you eat more meals at home, you're going to be able to control how much you're actually eating. It's a little bit easier to make those, you know, probably healthier choices and it's going to lead to better long-term health. So just some simple things like that where like doing those things isn't necessarily all that hard, but it can make a big difference. So you're not necessarily just relying on willpower or having to make all these decisions all the time. If you can make the healthier decision easier to make, you're going to have much better long-term progress versus having to like, again, rely on willpower all the time or try to be super disciplined. Question number three, one of my main goals heading into the new year is getting stronger and building muscle. What is the best way to do this? So I'm going to give you five quick tips about how you can build some muscle and build some strength going into the new year. So number one, you're going to want to use traditional strength training. So find yourself a good strength training program. As I talked about in one of the earlier questions, there's so many different ways that you can train. But if building strength and building muscle is the ultimate goal, then you're going to want to use traditional strength training. Some of that other training is good and you can build, you know, some muscle and get stronger in certain ways. But if you're really trying to maximize getting stronger and maximize building muscle, then you're going to want to use a traditional strength training program. There's all different types of, you know, styles that you can do, like, you know, body part splits or upper lower or full body programs, things like that. But as long as it's traditional strength training, then you're going to be in good shape. Number two, make sure you focus on progressive overload. Already talked about what that is a little bit, so I won't go over that again, but the program needs to be well thought out. It needs to focus on progressive overload. That way you know that you are building muscle and getting stronger. If you are not progressively overloading, in other words, if you are not giving your body a stimulus to grow, to get stronger, to build muscle, well, then it's not going to do that. So make sure that the program is forcing you to progress and forcing you to provide a good stimulus to your body so that I can grow, get stronger, build muscle. Number three, focus on good technique. So what I mean by this is make sure that the program that you're using is picking good exercises that feel good to your body and exercises that you can perform with good solid technique. So obviously, you know, with progressive overload, the goal is to lift more weight, do it for more reps, that sort of thing. But if your technique is crappy, then number one, you're setting yourself up for injury. And number two, you're probably not getting the stimulus on the muscles that you need because you're using crappy form. So make sure the technique is good. And then you want to push the weight, push the reps, get stronger, all that good stuff. Uh, tip number four, make sure you're resting two to three minutes between sets. So again, we're talking about maximizing muscle, getting stronger. If you want to do that, the best way to do that is to rest a good amount of time in between each set. If you feel like you can get back to a set 
before two minutes, well, you're probably not pushing those sets hard enough. So if I do a set, let's say I do a set of 10 on bench press and I feel like I can get back in there after 60 seconds, well, I'm probably not using enough weight to elicit the best stimulus to grow muscle and get stronger. Again, remember, we're trying to maximize getting stronger, building muscle. Yes, you might be able to build some muscle and build a little bit of strength if you're using shorter rest periods. There's a time and a place for that in different programs and styles of training you can use for that. But if you're really, really trying to focus on getting stronger and building muscle, you need to be taking a good amount of rest in between your sets so that you can really get the most out of each and every rep out of each and every set. And tip number five, most of your sets will probably be in that five to 12 rep range. You can build muscle at really any kind of rep range. So you could use less than five reps. You could use more than 12 reps to build muscle if you're getting close to failure. But for a good majority of your sets, that five to 12 rep range is going to be a good range to shoot for, for a couple different reasons. You know, you're going to be getting some good reps in there. You're going to be getting some effective reps in there. You're going to be really pushing your body in that rep range, but you're also not going so low where like you're really taxing your body or going too high where you're like getting really, really sore. So that five to 12 is, is a good sweet spot where you can get some good work in, get a good stimulus, but you're not like overdoing it, really overtaxing your body too much. So hopefully that helps with, you know, building some muscle and that can give you some tips to focus on if that is your goal moving into the new year. Question number four. So I know you've lost 100 pounds. I have the goal to lose at least 30 next year. And I'm wondering what are three of the most important things I should focus on. So when I think about fat loss, I think about three main areas. So you have mindset slash lifestyle, you have nutrition and you have exercise. So I'm going to give you something to focus on within each of those different categories. So number one, I'll talk about is mindset, because if you don't have the right mindset, the fact of the matter is you're probably not going to be able to sustain your results. I've talked about this before, but most people that lose weight typically gain it back. And a lot of that, I think, is due to not using sustainable methods. So first and foremost, sustainable methods over everything else. It's very tempting to try to pick a like crazy diet, like a crash diet or a crazy extreme like training program, because you will initially see results if you do those things, but you're never going to be able to sustain those results and you're going to end up gaining all your weight back. So do your absolute best to refrain from those crazy type things and take the more sustainable approach. Yes, it's going to be a little bit slower, but it's actually going to be sustainable. Along with that, you know, just focusing on developing, developing the right habits because Developing the right habits is what's going to, again, allow you to keep those results and sustain those results over the long term. Because if you do some program for, you know, three months, four months, five months, and you see really good results, but you didn't build the right habits and you did a bunch of stuff that was unsustainable, well, then you're just going to go back to the habits that you had before you started this program. And again, there goes your results. And then the third thing along with mindset is just to make sure you have the right expectations going into this. Losing 30 pounds, that's a really good solid amount of weight. And depending on how big you are, you know, that may take you anywhere between six to 12 months to do that, just depending on, you know, your size and how much you're training, your activity, you know, your body, all that different stuff is going to play a role in how long it takes you to lose that weight. So don't go into this thinking you're going to lose 30 pounds within, you know, three months because that's just probably not going to happen. Slow and sustainable and do the things that you need to do. Focus on the process versus just the outcome, because if you do that, again, you're going to be much more likely to succeed and much more likely to keep those results once you get them. When it comes to nutrition, you need to understand calories in versus calorie out. So the energy equation, basically, if you're eating and consuming more calories than you are burning, well, then you're not going to be losing weight. You need to be 
taking in less calories than you are burning on a daily or weekly basis in order to lose weight. And a way to do that is to eat more whole foods and focus on protein. If you're eating more whole foods, if you're focusing on protein, it's going to help you eat less calories, which is crucial to fat loss. You want more information on fat loss in general, I've done a bunch of different episodes on that. So you can check some of those out as well. And then third, exercise. This one's pretty basic, but you need to move your body, get some activity. This could be walking, this could be lifting, this could be playing sports, running, biking, literally whatever you want, just get some movement in. If you really want to maximize your results then and change your appearance, which is the goal for most people who want to lose weight, they want to lose weight because they want to feel better. You know, they want to be more healthy, but they also typically want to look a certain way. If you want to look a certain way, then you need to be doing some sort of strength training. So try to get that in the routine as well because that is going to be the best way that you can sculpt and mold your body into a way that you want it to look. Question number five, I want to get more toned slash sculpted shoulders and arms. What would you recommend? So two things you need to understand here. Number one, focus on getting stronger in order to build more muscle. So you need to be doing some sort of strength training again. That seems to be a common theme here. Some exercises you can do for bigger shoulders or, you know, really taxing those muscles and working on building more muscle, getting stroller, stronger in those shoulders and those arms. So for shoulders, barbell shoulder press is a good one. You could do that standing or seated. Dumbbell shoulder press, again, you could do that standing or seated. Dumbbell lateral raises are another really good one. Uh, rear delt raises or rear delt rows are also good for the back of that shoulder. All those things are going to be really good for the shoulders. For the arms, you know, buys and tries, any of your type of curls are going to be good for your biceps, hammer curls incline curls, seated curls, dumbbell curls, all that stuff is really good. Cable curls, it really doesn't matter all that much when it comes to those. Just find some that feel really good and stick with those and just progress those over time. When it comes to your triceps, any kind of pressing stuff, so you have skull crushers, you have your push downs, all that stuff is going to be really good for the triceps as well. But again, the big thing is pick some exercises for the shoulders and the arms that just feel good on your body and just progressively try to get stronger in those exercises over time. If you do that, you're going to build muscle and you're going to be on the right track. The second thing that you need to understand when it comes to being like more toned or more sculpted is that you have to be lean enough to see those muscles that you build. So if you build a bunch of muscle, but you have a high percentage of body fat, well, your shoulders and your arms are not going to look all that sculpted. You still have muscle under there, but there's just a layer of fat covering that, which you can't really see. And that's just the reality of it. So if you really want to have you know, a more sculpted look, then you need to reduce your body fat. And since you can't really choose where the body fat comes from, you just need to overall decrease your body fat. And you do that by dieting, going into a calorie deficit, losing some weight, losing some fat. Hopefully that helps and gives you an idea of what you need to focus on. And this goes for really any part of your body. Like if you're trying to look more toned, if you're trying to look more sculpted, if you're trying to look more lean, like anywhere on your body, your body fat levels have to be at a certain level. And if you're not really seeing what you want to see, then it's probably a good chance that you one, either need to build more muscle or two, need to get more lean so that you can actually see those muscles. Number six, I was in a good routine and then I fell off a little bit with the holidays. Any tips for getting back on track? So to be brutally honest with this one, there's really no secrets when it comes to just getting back on track. It's simply, you just get back on track. There's no like, you know, do this or do this or do this. Just, you just simply have to get back on track. Now, you know, like I think about it kind of like when you go on vacation and you take some time off from work, like 
you know, going back to work those first couple of days is going to suck a little bit. Like maybe you were on a nice beach, you were hanging out, like you enjoyed yourself, you're eating good food, you didn't have to work, you were just stress free, having a great vacation. And then you got to go back to the real world, back to reality, get back into the routine, working eight hours a day. Like going back and doing that typically isn't the most fun. You know, getting back in the routine, it, it, like I said, it just sucks a little bit when you get back into it. I think about workouts the same way. So you take some time off. Maybe you don't work out for a week and you're eating a certain way and you're just kind of you know, sleeping in and just out of routine a little bit. Like when you come back, those first one or two workouts are probably going to be a little bit tough. You know, getting back in into your nutrition routine and eating a certain way it might be a little tough. But, you know, you just got through it couple days and then you're back in routine, you're back on your schedule and things are all good. So don't overthink this one too much. It's simply just getting back on track. And when it comes to getting back on track, this is one of the biggest things that I think a lot of people underestimate is just the importance of getting back on track as quickly as possible. And I think one thing that I've noticed with people who are really successful when it comes to like fitness and, you know, their nutrition goals and their exercise goals and just things like that is that these people get back on track quicker than other people. They may take some time off, maybe intentionally, maybe they just fall off for a little bit and they don't work out for a while. Maybe they just need some time off or whatever. But like when they do those things, as soon as it's time to get back on track, they just get back on track. They don't let it linger. They don't take a bunch of extra time off. They don't like pout or beat themselves up if they fall off for a few days. Like they just get back on track. They don't let one or two days turn into one or two months, which is what a lot of people do. They fall off and then they really fall off. And that's what leads to this cycle of working out. You feel like you get in routine then you fall off for a long time. So then you don't really see a bunch of progress and you just repeat that cycle over and over again. And you don't really ever get to a spot where like you're feeling good about your routine. You're feeling good about your health. You're feeling fit. You're feeling, you know, like you're really making some good progress. So get back on track as soon as you can. There's not really a ton of tips for it. You just got to kind of bite the bullet and just Go for it. And question number seven. I'm frustrated a little bit because I've been making really good progress in the gym, consistently getting stronger, but recently had a minor injury and I'm not really sure how to handle it. Any suggestions? So first thing I would say is depending on the severity of your injury, you may want to check in with a health professional, maybe your doctor or your physical therapist or whatever, just to make sure that the injury is not too serious especially if it's something that maybe you gave it a couple days to rest or whatever, and it doesn't really seem to be getting better. You might want to seek some actual medical advice. So with that being said, you know, there's some injuries that you're going to have where you just need to take some time away. You just need to rest, maybe get out of the gym and give your body a little bit of time to heal and to recover. You know, like if you tweak your back or something when you're squatting or do something where you can't really move very well, then it's probably not very smart to go back into the gym and to be doing a whole bunch of exercise because it could just be making that injury worse and, you know, that's just going to prolong the amount of time that you have to take off. So some injuries like that, you know, you may just need to take some time off. And then there's other injuries where you can kind of work around those things. Maybe they're minor things, minor injuries, minor aches and pains, you know, and if you lift long enough and if you're active enough, like you're going to have some times where you do have injuries, where you do have these little aches and pains. And there's a lot of ways that you can train around this type of stuff. Obviously, you don't want to train through pain. Like if it's really, really painful, you don't want to be training through that. But there's tons of ways that you can train around things. You know, for example, if you hurt your lower body, you can train upper body. Maybe if you hurt one arm, you can train the good arm. If you hurt one leg, you can train the good leg until your other one is feeling a little bit better. You could lighten the loads. So the, the amount of weight that you're using, you could lower the reps, 
could take a break from like your general strength training program and maybe just get some movement in. So maybe you're just walking or biking, stretching and that sort of thing. So you don't necessarily have to completely just, you know, abandon your program. There's typically lots of ways that you can regress things so that you can still get some good work in while you do have these injuries or these little aches and pains, as long as it's not making things worse or causing you a lot of pain. But one thing to just take note of is movement is a really good thing when it comes to recovering from injury, helps your body to recover quicker. So you don't necessarily just want to like lay in bed all day and take a bunch of time off unless again, it is one of those like really, really serious injuries where you can't really do anything at all. But for most of the time, most of us, like we're just having these minor injuries and these things are something that we can train around and something that by getting a little bit of movement in is actually going to help us recover quicker. So that would be my advice on how to handle those little minor injuries, those aches and pains and things like that. So you can continue to make some good progress without making things worse. And that was question number seven. So wrapping this thing up, just wanted to say, got some one-on-one coaching things in the mix with uh, the new year coming up. I know that a lot of people are going to be looking for some type of direction as far as training programs, as far as maybe some coaching, maybe you have some weight loss goals going into 2024. You know, January is always a big, big month for fitness goals and things like that. But as I've talked about, a lot of people will create goals. Not a lot of people will stick to those goals. Not a lot of people will actually achieve those goals. So if you are somebody who really wants to make sure that, you know, this year is a good year for you and you're not just saying, all right, this is my year. And then it's not your year. Like if you need a little assistance, if you need a little coaching, if you need some guidance, um, I am going to be having some spots open for January. Again, I expect, you know, some people to definitely be taking advantage of that. So if you do want to make sure that you get a spot and that you're able to hit your goals this year, look better, feel better, build more confidence, get stronger, build muscle, lose fat, all that good stuff, then make sure you are paying attention to uh, some of the things that I'll have coming up. Reach out, secure your spot, and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Um, And with that being said, appreciate you guys listening. As always, if you would rate and review, that always helps as well. And uh, we will see you guys next week.